Welcome everyone. I'm Janelle Carlson and I'm your host for Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story and we're so excited that we have this platform to give women a voice. So today our guest is Donna Williams. Welcome Donna. Thank you. Thank you so much Janelle for having me. We're really excited to have you on the show today, our podcast, and we'd just love for you to get started by telling just a little bit about yourself. Wow, okay. Uh, I will try to shorten a little bit about myself, a little bit about Donna Williams. I'm currently a, um, a co-author. I actually uh, co-authored a book uh, last year, um, did not intend to, but I am I'm a, a teenage mom. I had my first child at 16. And the book is um, pretty much to empower young women, not only teens, but young women who may have had children early on, that they can still uh, be whatever it is that they want to be, despite the circumstances, despite what I call the noise of the naysayers, if you know where I'm coming yeah. from, uh, yeah. so that they can still excel. And I actually... Um, have uh, conducted uh, workshops at different schools um, re around pretty much just motivating young uh, people. And it always starts out as young women mostly, but through my rags to riches um, workshop, I've even empowered and, and had men come up and say how much of a difference uh, what I've said or shared with them had. Uh, so that's something I'm extremely proud of and surprised of, um, and we may be able to get into that a little more um, as far as background coming up. But um, in addition to that, I have a consulting uh, business where I uh, do a, a, quite a few different things around business. I've been in corporate America for well over 20 years, um, predominantly uh, marketing, uh, doing uh, strategic plans, um, organizational development, team building, um, and administering the Myers-Briggs uh, type indicator um, as a way to team build and utilize conflict resolution and help, especially small businesses, um, really turn things around and make a difference. Um, my uh, purpose in that is what I, my tag is, is repositioning futures. And I love to work with those individuals um, who are, I call it giving them a second chance because someone gave me a chance. Mm -hmm. um, they may not be able to uh, pay large ticketed um, firms and organizations to help them design a strategic plan or, or um, train their staff and customer service and things of that nature. So those are some of the things I specialize in my consulting firm. Now, my huge, huge passion uh, is my nonprofit organization, and it's called S2S Facts. And that organization is a 5013C nonprofit. Uh -huh. And what we do is we work um, with ladies, and this is from age 10 all the way up to however old God blesses us to become. Um, but we work together to bridge the gaps through diversity, inspiring friendship, empowerment, and community engagement. We have a teen advisory board um, that's phenomenal and they do great work um, alongside of us um, as well in the community um, uh, or what have you. But though we do things like right now since COVID, we've kind of 
um, pivoted a little bit and we're doing a campaign and started in April where we're highlighting all 2020 uh, graduates, high school graduates. So every day we highlight them digitally. So throughout our Twitter, Facebook uh, platforms and IG, but we highlight them every day. And on Fridays, which is today, we select randomly a winner, a 2020 resilient high school winner, and they receive a $50 gift card um, to um, Amazon because we can do that electronically, trying to make sure we maintain safety. Um, so that's one great um, program that we've kind of launched um, that includes uh, a different gender, if you will, other than, than ladies uh, there. And we're very excited about it and proud of it. Um, outside of that, we've uh, uh, launched and working with uh, DJJ, a juvenile uh, justice program to offer at-risk teens uh, just workshops on employability um, pieces, um, soft skills, and things of that nature. Even now, I'm working on a platform around uh, what employability looks like in the age of COVID, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, those are some of the things that we do. And then we volunteer collectively as a group. So we volunteer to feed the hungry. We're doing food banks. We go to elderly homes where we actually... Um, may sing to the elderly or, or do whatever it is that's needed um, around, around that. So those are the type of things that we're about in our sessions, which are no judgment zone. So individuals, we can talk and we can be ourselves. There's a no judgment zone in those sessions. It's like Vegas. What's said there stays there. <laughs> it's kind of like this podcast. No, exciting. You're, you're alive and in front a lot of people. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, well, in 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 our S2S, what we call it a gap a gap groups is what we call that session. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like I said, what says there said there stays there because the facts part of S2S is we talk about real life issues that affect all of us as ladies, and I say ladies because it's from ages ten all the way up and it doesn't matter about what your income level is your educational background definitely doesn't matter about your race in fact that's what we encourage we want more diversity because in which in this day and time i must say um i think is imperative because we have to be able to have open honest dialogue in order for us to understand Mm -hmm. each other and definitely in, uh, for, for our uh, Caucasian sisters uh, to understand um, our look in our uh, view and, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So that's why that piece is so very important. So we talk about real life issues, depression, race, toxic relationships, friendships, and um, ideas of how to do that. We, we talk about it separately amongst age appropriate groups, but then the most important part we get together and we talk about it. So our young people are expressing themselves to us and we're expressing ourselves to them. And it's given our, I call us our coalition of ladies. It's given everyone such a unique outlook um, of what's really happening amongst our young people and then vice versa, our young people. We had one young lady, uh, I think she was about 11. And this 55-year-old was telling about her mean girl, real-life situation at work. Mm -hmm. And that 11-year-old said, wow, I didn't know old people go through those things as well. 
And it was hilarious. But the light bulb went off with quite a few of us as to say, well, wow, you know what? They should, it is beneficial for them to know that we go through those type of things too. That way they can openly talk to us as opposed to going somewhere and contemplating suicide or in fact, going ahead and, and accomplishing that. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much, I know I've said a lot, a mouthful, um, but that's pretty much what S2S Facts is about. And it doesn't require any application as long as you're a lady mm -hmm. and you're at least 10. And we, we say at least 10 because, again, we talk about real live issues, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that um, their mindsets are, are okay. Or we have some parents that bring their nine-year-olds, but they've consented to that. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. you are a powerhouse. I think you're doing so much and it's really, really inspiring. Thank and you. I love about your nonprofit is you're building community, yeah. telling stories and sharing and building those connections. We all have things that bring us together. And unless we hear each other's stories, we don't know commonality. Exactly. So that's amazing. Exactly. And you know, your consulting business, everything you're doing is making an impact on the world. So thank you for all of that. I want to know the title of your book too. You didn't oh, mention yeah, I didn't mention that. Wow. <laughs> uh, the, the, the title is There's a Jewel in You and it's volume three. So um, there are uh, four, four of us um, that's really sharing our stories to try to reach others so that they know that, again, they can still be whatever it is that they want to be, they can overcome, um, they can triumph over those trials. So it's, there's a jewel in you, uh, volume three. Wow, that just gave me the chills yep. because everybody has, I mean, the adversities we have makes us stronger and makes us shine more. So, you know, nothing, not everyone is gonna just have this like glamorous, touchy-feely lifestyle is gonna go up and down. Exactly. So the jewel in you is finding that the shine. That's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think the thing that, and I always say this when um, I'm, I'm asked to speak in, in front of any group, but definitely a group of women or, or at-risk teens, um, the thing about it is, don't we always, and, and I did a segment called Mask, right? It's about the mask that we portray on the outside. But don't we all put the best foot forward? We all wake up, if we have to go to a job interview or go to work or what have you, most of the time, or on social media, we're going to put that glam picture, that one you see up there of me, we're going to put that smiley face out there every single time. And the reality is a lot of times we have a lot of stuff um, that's inside of us that we haven't overcome. We have a lot of scars. And that's one thing I tell my parents and uh, those adults that we work with, or whenever I'm speaking, we have to be careful of what we say to our children and what we speak to our children, because that can leave a lot of scars. Um, I mean, I was scarred up until 44. If, if I hadn't worked through some of those issues internally, thank God, with the help of God and meditation, mm -hmm. um, I would have still been just really with my mask on full time. Mm -hmm. And people see that and they think, oh, she has it together. Oh, she's successful. She's this, she's that. She's always had it that way. But they don't know the reality. Mm -hmm. And I think it's our job, especially those who've been through, through some things and have a testimony, it's our job 
to share those things so that others can know, okay, I can overcome. I can triumph. I can make it. I can persevere. You know what struck me also about what you were saying, Donna, about the nonprofit and the story about the the mean girls it's mm -hmm. it's really something that susan covers a lot in the biases that women face mm -hmm. and includes even mean girls you know we have all of those biases that need to be uncovered because we then it acts out in different ways and can continue until you're 50. Yeah. i mean or beyond yes yes so giving those voices and those stories to people, but then also having the self-awareness to recognize and make a shift. And it starts with self-awareness. So it's really powerful. Yes. And self-compassion, which is something else that we talk about every single time that S2S uh, is, is gathered and we have a, a, a meeting or a session. Self-compassion, because it's always we are especially women we're nurturers right so we can always i can always tell you janelle it's okay you know that you know you're not a morning person none of you know many of us aren't it's going to be okay so what you missed that opportunity you'll get it the next time but if it was me and i missed that opportunity i'm going to be so hard on myself um and sometimes that can be very um uh, def detrimental to your yourself um, and put these different thoughts of you in your own head. Mm -hmm. So um, you see yourself as a failure. So self-compassion is extremely important because we none of us get it right every single mm -hmm. time. So that mindfulness that, that occurs, that it's okay, we have to give ourselves pats on the back, okay? I mean, sometimes, well, I, I try to do it all the time and, and not be concerned about what others may, may think because you're not down in the dumps. It's your psyche and it really does impact you. So self-compassion is extremely important. And that's something that we, we talk about all the time because we definitely want our young people to get that concept early on. Yes. Yes, so critical and it takes practice, like all of yes. this takes practice. Yeah. So let's talk about, and you've done a lot, you're doing a lot. How would you, what would you say is your proudest professional accomplishment? It's a, it's a lot you got to be yeah. proud of. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to pick one. <laughs> My proudest professional accomplishment is, is really S2S facts. Mm -hmm. um, what we're doing now, um, I mean, we've been operable for a year. Um, we've already uh, launched a new um, uh, coalition of sisters in the South Carolina area because the home base is, is Georgia and the strategic plan for S2S Facts is for us to be nationwide, mm -hmm. if not global, mm -hmm. because again, we can all play a part. We can all make a difference. And I just think, especially in today's culture, um, an organization like this is needed. It's not focused on one, again, you know, race. It's not really a mentoring uh, uh, organization, although we, we do mentor, especially through our team uh, group, but it's getting all of us together um, as sisters and accomplishing things um, collectively and really making uh, an impact and making a difference. So that I believe is my 
my big the biggest thing that I am most most proud of and and I have to say I didn't set out to do this. This is actually God's plan. Now, I'm a believer. S2S Facts is not a political organization, nor is it a um, religious organization, but I am a believer. Um, and God actually planted S2S um, in my heart and my spirit to, to, to do. I was actually looking to promote my book. That's what I was working on. And next thing I know, I mean, I remember going out looking at venues so I can have a, a launch party, a book signing. I never had the book signing, by the way. But at any rate, um, a week or two later, I was actually writing the nonprofit. And I never forget what keeps coming to mind is the conflict that occurred amongst a vice president of operations in the, corp in the company I was working for and um, a director in uh, clinical um, in clinical um, ACMS, they were actually going at it in the workplace. I mean, profanity. We had our everybody's staff was in the office that day, and they were going at it. Two women, because they couldn't handle a disagreement uh, effectively. Mm -hmm. So it dawned on me, and I've always worked with the underserved population, and I hear a lot that, oh, the poor black and brown people, you know, if, if they knew better, they'd do better, and oh, they don't know how to act. But it dawned on me then, it's not just the poor black and brown people that could, could, could utilize uh, more women's relations and understanding one another and understanding how to deal with conflict, even lifting one another up, saying, you know what, uh, Janelle, you look so great today, I love your hair that way, mm -hmm. uh, or what have you, given a compliment, we all could do better. And God just put it in my heart and, and that's what we launched. I've had many people um, try to change the vision and say, oh, you should do this for boys. Well, I don't know how to be a boy, so I can't do that. Or you, can, you should just do this for uh, African-American women or black women, but that's not the calling God gave me. So, um, you know, everything I'm doing actually, mostly is coming out of, of my pockets and God has, has blessed me um, in many ways to be able to even keep things going um, like we like like we're able to do so um, everything else is going to come together like it's always have for this this year I'm looking at our annual report that that's being finalized now and we've conducted over 1200 hours of volunteer hours um, we've we've um, done over what 500 uh, sessions of like workshop uh, information and, and tips and awareness on international awareness days and things of that nature spent over $25,000 in donations to the food banks and to the elderly uh, centers and in and, and donations and things of that nature so we're making a difference. We're making an impact and it's just going to get better and better and, and we're going to do more and more. Wow. You're speaking our language <laughs> because everything that you're talking about is what Susan and I work on with Freeman Means Business. I mean, our mission is conscious inclusion through effective communication. Mm -hmm. So when you unravel the biases and get to that understanding and then you empower yourself with becoming a more effective communicator, that's where the magic yeah. happens. So the story that you had with the, you know, two people that were not communicating well and having disagreements. Well, it's, it's 
honing in on that, but then there's unraveling of all of the bias yeah. and layers and barriers that come into play that people don't even consider a lot of times in the communication formula. So everything you're saying was like, you are definitely on the same wavelength as what we are working on. So it's awesome. super, super exciting. Awesome. Awesome. You had mentioned mentors, Donna, and that's something that we love to talk about. Like, who has been one of your inspirational mentors on your journey? Wow. Um, my lifetime uh, mentor, and until recently, I don't think she's even, until I wrote the book, I don't think she even realized how much of an impact she made, but it was, uh, she was a guidance counselor um, at the school. It was called Teenage tap teenage pregnancy uh program but she was a guidance counselor at that school mm -hmm. and um her name is uh well it was miss quintina miller now it's quintina miller fields <laughs> um but she was the first woman to or, or even person i'm not even gonna say woman but person to make me feel relevant mm -hmm. to make me feel as if i was truly worthy, if you will, of doing anything other than what I was doing at that time, which was, you know, having a baby. And don't get me wrong. I love my, all of my children. I love my, that's my 30, he's 32 now, but I love him to death. I wouldn't trade him for anything mm -hmm. um, at all. But at that time, I, I mean, that's all I, you know, knew uh, or whatnot, but she talked, uh, to me, not only to me, it was, a, a, I mean, all of us, it was a school for pregnant, you know, teenagers. Mm -hmm. um, and she would treat us with dignity, respect. She would teach us to love ourselves. She would tell us that we're beautiful. Beauty is not about what's on the outside or what someone else perceives it to be. It's what you perceive it to be and how you feel about yourself and what you do um, to make an impact on others. And that's always stood with me. And she had a fashion show and she put us all in that fashion show and we got to invite our family and she invited the media. And that was the first time that I really felt relevant, beautiful, um, that someone really cared. Now, you know, my mom and my dad, I grew up in a two parent home. Mm -hmm. um, they loved me. I know they did. They worked like the Dickens. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, parenting doesn't come with a manual. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I wasn't abused, uh, not physically anyway. And the mental scars that I had, they had no idea of what, what was really happening, um, or whatnot. So I don't blame my, my parents. I, I always have to say that because when I talk about, you know, growing up and, and Miss Miller being my first impact of me feeling relevant. I, I even heard someone say, wow, I didn't realize, you know, you what about your parents? You single? No, I'm not. So I have to dispel all those myths as well um, or whatnot. And that's why I always go back to be careful of what you say to your children, how you speak to them and how you allow others to speak to them mm -hmm. and, and about them. Mm -hmm. But that, that Ms. Miller feels um, by I mean, by far has been most inspirational um, 
to me and 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 my mentor and still today i can call her up mm -hmm. and say hey miss miller i need uh xyz or can you give me some insight and and she's right there still today amazing that's so cool you know and parents do so much for us but they sometimes can't get through to their children in, yes. in the ways that the children might need. Yes. So we need other people in our lives to do yes. that. And the fact that you had this, this at such a young age to make you feel that yes. it sets your road going yes. forward. So relevancy and the worthiness, everybody wants to feel that. Right. And having that is really amazing. So congrats for that. Thanks. So and when Susan and I, like this podcast, we personally believe that's one of the forums here to lift each other up and that women should, that should be part of what women do is lift each other up. So that said, how would you advise other women to support women in business or life? Um, one thing I would advise is to do, to do just what you said, um, support one another when you can, how you can, and try to do so being mindful of, um, I call it the clicks. Mm -hmm. I know quite a few uh, women, professional and, and non, but if, if you're in their group, if you will, they'll support you all day. However, if Susan is, is not or doesn't know them. She may have a great concept, a great business. Um, they're not going to. They're not going to support her. They're not going to share anything that she may post. They're not going to recommend anything. Um, or, Janelle, you and I may have the same business model. We may have the same type of nonprofit. But because Susan is uh, my friend or colleague, we know one another she's going to support me and uplift me and possibly tear you down around what you're doing. Um, so what I would say and encourage us all to do is let's take each other's hand, hand by hand. It doesn't matter if we have similar business types or, or even the same, there's enough of business and people and businesses that need different services that we each mm -hmm. can assist them. And not only that, Janelle, you can't do it all. Yeah. You may be overwhelmed with business and you have others calling on you. Would you rather bring in your colleague, Donna Williams, um, to handle some of that mm -hmm. business or hold out on that business and now you're keeping them waiting two months or three months? because you couldn't get to them or you can't give them the customer service that they need and deserve. That's why collaboration mm -hmm. is so important, so important. And, and, and I just would suggest to, to ladies, take an inventory of how you support other businesses. Now, I also say take an inventory of the business. So make sure you know uh, something about the character of that business owner or that that person before you refer them. It doesn't matter if I know them or not. One thing, uh, my mom always kids me when we're at family gatherings and, and someone may say, well, hey, do you know of a job or are you hiring right now? And my mom always, if she's around, she'll pop in and say, hey, she's not gonna hire, she doesn't hire family members or you have to make sure that you, 
have excellent um uh customer service and dependable i said thank you mama i said let them know because i'm not going to recommend anyone for anything if i don't know you have good business etiquette work etiquette and customer service that's more important to me than just saying oh i know janelle just because i know her i'm going to recommend her for sure relationships are important but then yeah. and also having again the awareness that sometimes Fear, I believe, derives that over competition and kind of hoarderness. And there's a, I don't believe in the zero, zero sum game, and neither does Susan. We're always collaborating and bringing people in because there's power in that. Yes. And when you know there's enough for everyone, because there is, mm -hmm. it kind of breaks those barriers that we are led to believe that it is a zero sum game. Well, no, there, there is enough for everyone. So I love that the message of collaboration um, and relationships, because that's where you build the trust and understand that you can build those referrals and other things. So excellent. Yes, totally on board with everything you said. So now we're going to pivot into some of the, uh, the challenges like, and this is a question that's just about a challenge or setback that you might have faced on your journey and how you overcame it. Okay, well, many. <laughs> many I know, another one, there's, there, everyone has a ton <laughs> as well. How do I pick the biggest one? Maybe it's the one that you remember most recently. Yeah, many challenges, but um, I'll, I'll say the, the um, biggest challenge uh, came within, um, and it goes back to something you actually just said, fear. Mm -hmm. The biggest challenge I think in both of my businesses and really a lot of things I've done professionally um, was fear, um, fear of the unknown, fear of rejection or not being able uh, to succeed because I have great work ethic. So my work ethics is, you know, to excel. So I, I do everything and try to, you know, give it excellence. Um, and I actually expect that of others as well. As well. So that fear, um, overcoming that kind of set me back, um, really years because a lot of the things that I'm doing, even with the consulting, uh, business, which I actually launched in 2013. Um, but honestly, I've launched it because my tax accountant said, Hey, you need a tax deduction. Um, and you're doing all of this stuff, creating proposals and, business plans for people and you're doing that for free you know you should be able to charge something even if it's just a little bit you know these are your services so that's kind of how i first started the the consultant uh business but i enjoyed it even speaking when i'm when i was asked to speak i enjoyed that but i was fearful to say okay i'm gonna you know go out and, and just do this mm -hmm. uh there so i think that really was my biggest uh, challenge and that was within overcoming that and i have to be honest i um you know fear doesn't go away that's something i tell tell individuals um i see fear as failure's first cousin fear is failure's first cousin mm. uh so every time i i i feel fearful of of something um, I definitely try to remember that and I, I stare it down, which means 
I take it on. Okay, so what is this I'm feeling in the pit of my stomach and why? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of map out, whether I write it down or, or internalize it. Okay, here's how I'm going to overcome it. I'm going to do this first and I'm going to do that. And then I, I really am kind of led through that on the other side. And even if I did fail, um, I may go and get me some haagen Rocky Road ice cream um, <laughs> that afternoon. <laughs> but by morning, I'm facing it again and, and trying to do something and, and so I can succeed. So that's my biggest challenge um, and really how I, I work to overcome it. And it's not a how I overcame it. It really is how I overcome it almost uh, month after month or day after day because there's always something um, facing me that I have to overcome an obstacle. Yeah, we fear is you're right. It's it's there, and look it straight in the face, and and getting in tune so you can trust your gut when mm-hmm. it's it's just fear holding you back and your own limitations, or it's something that's a real insight that you need to listen to. And it's it's that inward work though that can help you overcome it. And it sounds like you've done a lot of that, which is awesome. Thank you. So Donna, tell us a surprising fact about you. Oh, wow. A surprising fact. So are you ready? Uh-huh. Um, but first of all, I love my family. That's not surprising. But I have, uh, my husband and I have been married for 21 years and we have 12 children. Wow. <laughs> yes. And, and eight grandchildren. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. You've got a big house. Yes. The holidays, lots of yes. lots of kids and people around. Yeah, I would never guess it by seeing you on a, our Zoom today. <laughs> no, that a lot of people say, "What?" I don't believe it. And and uh, although I didn't birth all twelve of them, but I mean we're family. I don't I don't believe in the old oh, step yeah. this and step that. We're I mean they're all my babies. Good, bad, and indifferent is what I always say. Wow, <laughs> you do. All of the work that you do, and then you have a house, you know, extended a family of this size. It's a quite, quite amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, everyone's grown, so the babies are 21, 20. Yeah, I'm sorry, the babies are 20, so they're off in college, it's, except for COVID now. You know, we're in COVID time, so people are back home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. we have another fun kind of wild card question, and I already heard you say one motto, but what's a motto or saying you live by? I can do all things through Jesus Christ that strengthens me. Aww. That is what I... That your like mantra that yep. if you start facing that fear? Yep. 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 When, I, when I'm facing that, that fear or, or even when I'm facing life, mm-hmm. uh, because again, um, I'll, I'll go off of, of the depression. I mean, I was in a state of functioning depression at one point in my, my life. And some days I feel like I'm slipping back into that, especially now uh, with COVID and a lot of changes that's, that's occurred. Um, but I always remember that. And I always go to um, scripture mm-hmm. and, and it, it, it works out. Mm-hmm. It, it really does. Yeah, I think it's really important to cultivate whatever spiritual side you can to uplift you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have my own 
meditation and things that I do. And I can, I will repeat mantras and things too, to get, it gets you out of a funk mm-hmm. and it's weird how it shifts your energy. So however people can find those tools in their toolbox is right. really critical. And that's really awesome. So if people want to get to know more about you, how can they reach you or get in touch? Well, I mean, you can, they can get in touch with me through, um, of course, email. Uh, uh, my, my email is, uh, DDW console, which is C O N S U L two, um, at, uh, gmail.com or definitely go to my website, which my email is there as well. That's probably what I should have led with, which is, uh, consulting spelled out the number two, uh, .com. Uh, they can get in touch and even order the book through through my right. website, or they can hit me up on LinkedIn. Um, it's Donna D. Williams at LinkedIn. Uh, I'm definitely on Facebook, IG, Twitter. Uh, our nonprofit is, is there as well, S2S Facts. So multiple ways to reach me. Awesome. Well, I'm going to connect with you after this on LinkedIn, because I definitely want to stay in touch and see how we can collaborate further and lift each other up in these times that it's so important to build the relationships and be the good that we want to see in the world. We have to start with ourselves. So thank you, Donna, so much. And can I say one last thing about S2S Facts and actually wanted to make sure I made you guys aware and, and even the listeners, I'm not sure when this Oh, you said it's live. So, no, my, it actually isn't. Sorry. Okay, sorry. sorry. I was like, oh, is it live? It. Anyway, <laughs> that's okay. Um, to let everyone know um, that my youth um, advisory board is actually um, uh, hosting a uh, youth quarantine with T-E-E-N rally on June 27th. And it's virtual at 11 o'clock a.m. They're going to have a panel a panel full of young people um, that are going to talk about their experiences during this quarantine, doing the COVID, um, give their ideas on what, you know, could potentially solve some of the uh, re-socializing uh, issues and returning to colleges because most of them, well, all of them have graduated from high school this year. Um, and in addition to that, they're going to be talking about race in America um, and the things that they think would could fix it or could help. So very excited about that. It's going to be a diverse panel. We are still looking for um, a couple of college students as well to add to that panel, but um, it's going to be really good um, uh, conversation and dialogue and they plan to start an action item team afterwards. So very proud of what those young people are doing. They're definitely our future and we have to listen to you for that. And it's so needed and it's really I love the involvement of the youth and generation. They're becoming much more activists and have more of a collective view. Mm -hmm. And we need that. And we need them to start that. And you're facilitating this is amazing. We definitely want to share that as well. So Susan does an amazing job after this when we publish this podcast with sharing all of your information on LinkedIn. So be sure to include that awesome. and can't wait to, to hear more about it because awesome. you're, doing, you're doing really critical work for our country and the world. So thanks for doing that. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. I definitely enjoyed it. 
Likewise. So let's keep in touch and we'll, we'll sign off for now. Thanks everybody. Thank you.